Welcome to the Gritty Hour. Time to get down to the nitty gritty. Okay, we're back with another episode of the Gritty Hour. And here we are with Sean E. Boy, who's in Florida. What's last up, time, Last time we did a podcast, you were sitting right next to me. Now you're all the way the hell down in Florida. <laughs> I know, I've been traveling. Uh, I'm in the FLA. It's been uh, so far, the weather's been amazing. It's actually this time of year. Uh, it's usually 100 degrees. It's been like 85, 90, so I'll take it. I was going to say, I'm, I'm sure you're nice and warm down there, though. Yeah. It's actually yeah. hot as hell up here, too. Yeah, I heard the weather's been crazy up up in New York. Well, you know, you went down there uh, soon after the 4th of July, correct? Yeah, I skipped the – I flew down and Storm Elsa, whatever it was, just left Florida. So I, like, flew around it. Like, we literally flew around it into Florida. And then I heard it just, like, hit you guys hard. I think it hit – New York harder than it did Florida. Yeah, got, I, I believe so. Like a week's worth of rain, you know? Let me put my incense yeah. on so I can get into the mood. Was <laughs> <laughs> yeah. it that, that white set? That white yeah, like, it's uh, yeah. ambrosia. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, before we start, though, I, I want to, uh, I thought we did this in a previous podcast, but I I may have deleted it, Shawnee boy, you know, your uncle is uh He's getting long in the uh, tooth, you know. I got you. Where the hell's my cane? You're doing all right. You're doing all right. <laughs> uh, I'm just going to read off the directories of where this podcast can be found. So just bear with me. Uno moment. So obviously you can find us on grittyhour.com. All of our podcasts are available on there. And you can also find us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Amazon Music, so sing a song, Sean. Uh, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, Pandora, Pocket Casts, Podchaser, Podcast Addict, Alexa, which I think is TuneIn, Alexa, Deezer, Listen Notes, Player FM, Podcast Index, Overcast, Castro, CastBox, and PodFriend. Ask this. Yeah. <laughs> <clears throat> now, the video portion of this is also available on our YouTube channel. If you are, uh, you know, if you want to abuse yourself and actually watch us. Um, gritty Hour. The Gritty Hour on uh, YouTube. Uh, the first few podcasts, we only have snippets of it on there. And then now we have the full podcast available on youtube all right shawnee boy so what's going on down in florida um you know i, see, I thought you said you were gonna have a palm tree behind you for a prop all i see is a duck with a a duck with a, some lettuce this is this is a, a stepmom special she's into like pictures like that flower i don't know whatever oh you're um, in your you're in your dad's house down here yeah my dad's house um they live uh on anna maria island which is the northern Island of three islands, Longboat, and then Siesta Key. A lot of people know Siesta Key. Uh, they even did a show on it on MTV. Um, and, you know, it's, it's a little paradise down here, man. It's uh, it's pretty much wake up, work out, hit the pool, play some golf, hit the pool, hit the beach, barbecue. Just kind of, uh, you know, I was watching the Mets, but, you know, this has been a – I was talking to my buddy. This I, talked about. I don't really want to get into baseball today, but uh, – you do. It, it's, it's been a nice all-star break, but, like – 
I was excited for the Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. I'm like, wow, I got a break this week. <laughs> I feel like I'm one of the players or something. But uh, that's just in my head. But it's well, been a nice little time. Um, we, we, one of the things we said in the previous podcast was a lot of people watch the home run derby, which your boy did win, Alfonso, Alonzo. He he smoked it. He he literally. And nobody watches the All-Star game. So we were proven right on that. Yeah. Why? Did you check the ratings for it? If you happen to be tripping over this podcast for some reason and you watch the All-Star game, no offense. Yeah. No, no offense. Yeah. The All-Star game is, I watched the, you know, I, I usually watch, like, I'm not going to lie, I watched it the first inning, you know, blah, 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 blah. And then it's just like, you know, it's just, it's just it's kind of a silly game, but whatever. Some people are probably into it. I, I went in uh, 2013 when it was at City Field. I went with my uh, with my brother to because we're season ticket holders. We went to the All Star Game, the Home Run Derby. It was a cool. I wouldn't I wouldn't care to do it again, but it was cool to do it once. Yeah. Well, we we went into uh, previously we went into uh, why the appeal of the All Star Game is not what it used to be for a variety yeah. of reasons. Yeah, yeah. One being interleague play takes away the luster of that, but. Um, so is it empty down there in Florida where you're at? No, you know, um, I've been coming down to this island. What's um, the name of the island? Anna Maria Island. Anna Maria. Yeah, it's uh, it's really pretty much due west of Sarasota. If you kept going, you ran into the Gulf. That'd be Anna Maria. Um, I've been. The first time I came down here was in like '94, and I, I was like 15, 16, and it was dead. It was nothing. And you know, for a 15 year old, I'm like, you know, there's no cute girls on the beach. It's just old people. <laughs> this, this place sucks. But then as time, time has gone on, I, I started to come down here I, probably for the last 10 years, almost every summer. Um, I consider myself a semi-local during the summertime. Um, and it's blown up. It's absolutely um, completely like it's pretty It's like if they like threw an amusement park onto this island of like stores and bars and the beach being packed. That's that's kind of what happened here. So it's not a, an exclusive uh, island anymore. No, and I, you know, I, I, I like, I don't mind it like this, but there's a part of me that misses ten years ago when I like, I could go to the beach and it would just be quiet and, and whatever. But now it's, you know, now there's cute girls in bikinis and all that stuff going on. So, so it's not terrible. Not no, terrible. if you're gonna, if you're gonna be crowded with people, you might as well be crowded with cute girls in bikinis. Yeah. Um. So it's been yeah, and then. Uh, my mode of transportation is, you know, on this island, like I said in a previous podcast, I get to drive uh, the golf cart and, you know, to buzz it around the island. So it's a nice way to, like, and I got music going from the golf cart. So it's just a good uh, vibe. Is, how big is this island? It's eight miles long, two miles wide. Something like wow. That. Seven you, miles long, eight, two miles wide. Something like that. It's tiny. Yeah. So it's what like, is it? Right? Isn't like it's, on, it's on uh, the Gulf Coast? Yeah, Gulf Coast. Of course. So it's about, it's probably, uh, it's an hour south of Tampa. It's a little bit below central Florida. Hmm. So now when you, when you flew down here, you fly into Tampa? Yeah, there's three airports around here. Uh, I usually fly into Sarasota when I was living in Astoria in Queens, like LaGuardia to Sarasota was uh, a direct shot. But now, uh, cause I live in Westchester uh, and I sold out from the city. <laughs> um, uh, what's just uh, the airport goes direct to Tampa. So now I go to Tampa. So anybody watching this uh, should know, we, we were supposed to have another guest today. Sean and I were going to co-host uh, Timmy Leary, my buddy down in the Bronx. He's uh, we, they call him the bull. 
<laughs> and he is a uh, a Bronx legend. So when he does come up here, he he, he doesn't want to do a Zoom for some reason. He wants to do uh, live in the in the. He wants to come up to Millbrook and see what Millbrook's all about. Oh boy! And he <laughs> he wants to do his podcast sitting next to me. So uh, that'll be happening, uh, I guess, later in the month or maybe in early August. And uh, so you and I are going to have to wing it tonight, Sean. Yeah, that's fine. I, I like. I don't think we ever have a problem with that. So no, but uh, I don't know how to integrate. Again, I think I told you in the past, I don't know how to integrate you on Zoom while there's somebody here into one cohesive podcast. Well, I'll, I'll be home in uh, two and a half weeks. So, not that far. Well, if you want to come up and uh, sit on Timmy's lap while we're podcasting. You know. Yeah, we'll figure. I think, I think it'd be good to do uh, a cohesive yeah. Um, yeah, well, you got to, yeah, we should, we should try one of those uh, while you're here, while someone's here. So we can figure out uh, how that works. We could all hold hands. We could hug. Be yeah, great. A group hug. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I, I wanted to, what I noticed about uh, the community my dad lives in is what's really nice about it. It's it's like a. I'm not saying this is the only place in the world that has this, but you know, like in New, in the New York area, you don't really get this where, like, it's a community. <clears throat> like neighbors look out for each other. Like people are like helping each other out, you know. Uh, everyone's like very kind and friendly down here. It's just such a nice change, like that. Like I slow down and like I find like a positive energy from like the community that lives in this neighborhood. So it's that's been like something I, I've really noticed this year. I'm like, oh, that's great, you know, just to be well, a part. You of You know, it. believe it or not, Millbrook is kind of like that. Yeah, like I, yeah, I for me, I don't help nobody. <laughs> I don't believe that at all. I'm, I'm generalizing, but like you know, like let's say where I live in Croton. Like it, it's one of the, like, not that I, I want to have, cause we could talk about this, like neighbor that you become too friendly with that you shouldn't become friendly with, you know, like all of a sudden there's a stopping you every time you see them and you got to talk to them and you got to bullshit. Sean, you want me to mow your lawn? <laughs> so like, there's a, there's a weird um, boundary, right? Like if you go too far with some people, you're like, ah, fuck, I got to, here's Scott. Hey, Scott. And then you got to pretend to like want to talk to Scott. How the hell are you today? Are you <laughs> yeah. any better than yesterday? Any worse? <laughs> yeah. You know. How are you going to be tomorrow? That's what I have to ask you. <laughs> and then they're like, oh, I saw what you did with your patio. You keeping those flowers there? They're like, you know, they're like judging your shit. You're like, all right. All right. Okay. Yeah, I don't know if I could. Uh, that's too intense. I like being neighborly, but that's a, that sounds a little too intense for me, you know? Yeah. I, I You know, most of the people here will be tired. You know, I'm a. I'm like the young sprout that like comes comes through like four four weeks out of the year because I you know my dad has a not he has he belongs to a golf club up the street and I joined it for the for the month so I know a lot of the fellows that play that they all obviously live on the island and yeah so yeah it's just it's just a nice change is I guess what I'm trying to get at you know? yeah well yeah in short spurts it's only a month so yeah and you know I I go to the Bronx every day it's it's the, that's it's the opposite the Bronx yeah. is the opposite of that so. Yeah. You need help with that, ma'am? Get off me! <laughs> right. You know, but why, what, why are you saying hello? What the hell's wrong with you? Were you real? <laughs> right, sorry. sorry. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's that's good. That's what a change of pace is supposed to be for. Yeah. So I'm feeling, and like I've been here now one week, and like it usually takes about oh, five days to a week to find your rhythm. And now, finally, you know, I have a nice rhythm going. So. And you've been barbecuing every day? 
Oh, uh, yeah, for the most part. Um, my my dad came down this week. So the first couple of days I set up the house, and now he's here for seven to ten days, whatever it is. Oh. And then the last week and a half, I'll, I'll just be chilling by myself. Well, tell him I said howdy. Yeah, I'll let him know. I told him I told him we were doing this. He's like, really? I was like, yeah. yeah. You sure you want to do that? <laughs> Wait, with Ginny's brother? You sure? <laughs> yeah. Oh, boy. So, um uh... Tomorrow, and this is going to be, I don't know when the hell these come out. They come out every Monday. But uh, I don't know what goes where, you know, in terms of when I'm done editing. Yeah. Like, the one we did last Monday was, uh, I thought came out really good, was with Lily's Medispa, which is a... Uh, um, I haven't watched it yet, but I will. Oh, it was, uh, well, listen to it, yeah. Yeah. But it was, it's, uh, her name is Lily. Your daughter's name is Joy. Very articulate, uh, uh, very articulately describing what they do over there. So I learned a lot. The opposite of us. All right, good. No, we don't learn nothing. Nobody learns nothing from uh, our conversation. I meant, I meant the articulation. Yeah. The opposite. Yeah. <laughs> You're looking for the unsubscribe button. <laughs> but if you happen to be uh, watching us, you know, hit the subscribe button and the like button. Is that what you tell people? Yeah, hit the like, hit the subscribe, gritty hour. Yeah. You know. Or if you're listening to us on any of those things I just mentioned, uh, you, I guess there's a place to subscribe there as well. Yeah, I'm guessing there's a subscription button everywhere now. Yeah, Apple and Google yeah. or Spotify. So um, so, to, so anyway, but what I wanted to say was I don't know when, like we do these podcasts, I don't know when. Yours might, th this one might come out. Monday coming, which would be July, uh, whatever. <laughs> July, how you do? Um, but tomorrow night, this is Thursday as we're, as we're doing this. This is Thursday evening. Tomorrow night, Friday night, we have, uh, I'm really excited about this. His name is Asa, and he's a World War II veteran. He's, I think, 95 years old, 94, 95 years old. I think I mentioned this in the previous podcast. He was in the Army Air Corps, which was what your grandfather was in. My yeah. father, your grandfather, was in the Army Air Corps. And we went through this already where, you know, it became the Air Force. Yeah. yeah by, the, by the way, just uh, Space Force is a show. I knew you were going to bring up Space Force. <laughs> I actually looked at that. It's a, it's a, Right now, I think it's a subdivision of or an offshoot of the Air Force. Okay, so it's now Netflix has a show called Space Force. Do you know that? It was a, either a show or a movie, right? With Steve I, Carroll. I don't even know. I know it. Like I, I didn't click on it, but I saw it like a day or two ago, and I started laughing. I'm like, oh, this is something. It's actually, it's a. This yeah. is all. Yeah, well, so. this is what they're trying to. I, I they they've gotten like sixteen billion dollars to form this thing, so. Let's see That's what six, $16 billion can get you. Uh, uh, like they should they should have called it Space Command or something because yeah. they, they, they should have known it was a either a movie or a TV show called yeah. Space Force. Yeah. Or, or Space Invaders. <laughs> Space Invaders. But uh, I like Space Command. It sounds, sounds more domineering. Sounds, uh, yeah, sounds uh, legit. Yeah, it sounds know? legit. Space Force doesn't sound legit. I agree with you. Yeah, it sounds like a like a yeah, like a, a cartoon or um, space. The, what's the name of the guy 
he just went up in space and like his billion dollar rocket or whatever. I heard about that. Yeah, he yeah, was like, in outer space for like two hours or something. Yeah, and like there's a list of 600 people that want to do it, and it's like two fi- 250,000 a seat, a ride, or whatever. whatever I'll look want. under my cushions when I get home. <laughs> yeah, see what yeah. I got. Tell me how it goes. That's kind of crazy though. That like that's become like people are just now taking a trip to space and back. So I mean, yeah, it's not like I'm not like shocked by it, but it's just. It is a uh, it is a brave new world, yeah. Yeah, I think about all that's changed since when I was a kid till now, and you know, I, obviously technology has taken over the world. But I also look at uh, you know, like my grandparents' lifespan. Like uh, my grandmother lived to be ninety nine years old, so she saw a hell of a lot of change too. She was born in 1886, died in 1885. Yeah, yeah. So she saw quite a uh, quite a lot of change herself. So I guess in one lifetime you do see change. You know, you're gonna have it's, to adapt or die. <laughs> it's uh, it's um, some sometimes it's good. Sometimes you you I think you internally fight the change because it's it probably goes against the things that you're comfortable with. Um, and at the same time, like you know, like. It's cool, but scary. I don't know if that makes sense, but it's cool and scary kind of at the same time. All the stuff that's happening. Speaking of, uh, we're tying those two together. Your great-grandfather, my grandfather, came from Letterkenny, Donegal in Ireland. And one of my dealers here in the Millbrook Antique Center made for me a, uh, like a, it's, it's like a street sign. It says Letterkenny and how many, what the population is. Yeah. You know. And I have it in, in, in near the front counter of, of, of the shop here, you know. Well, in the last five weeks, about four people have asked to buy that thing because apparently there's a TV show, talking about Space Force, there's a TV show called Letter Kenny on one of those channels. Oh, there I, is. Yeah, there is. I don't there think is. it's Netflix or Amazon. I think it's like Hulu or whatever, but it's Letter Kenny Canada. And I don't even know if it's a real town or a fictional town. But anyway, so now everybody wants to buy. I can't sell it because the guy gave it to me as a gift. So, yeah. I mean, you could. <laughs> but you're not going to. I hear you. So I guess that's a, it must be a popular show if if these people. It's like every weekend someone asks me to buy that. Someone asks yeah. to buy that sign. And, you know. Isn't that uh, like, like shows now are... Um, like you watch a show and because of that show you want to buy certain shit. It's like a weird concept. It's always been that way. Yeah. I mean, Hop Along Cassidy had uh, marketing, you know. The hell's that? Yeah, that's what I mean. But there was like <laughs> going back to the fifties, you know, TV shows had you could buy secret Dakota rings and all sorts of crap all of them. Yeah. Yeah. That, yeah. That's I mean the- that that part hasn't changed. I mean that's that's always been that way. But um, uh, what I wanted to say about, uh, oh, so I, I do subject myself to binge watching something if I happen to like it, you know. So now I've been watching Kim's Convenience. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Have you I, seen that? I watched a couple episodes. Uh, it didn't, didn't uh, pull me in, but, you know, that's one of those shows that I may watch it again and could pull me in. It just might have been the timing. 
Yeah, well, I'm not I'm not exactly uh, enamored with the writing, but uh, I do like the Kim. That's the guy who runs the convenience store. I happen to like his character. And I think I don't know who the hell the guy is that's playing him, but he's doing a, a great job. It's a Korean Korean immigrants to uh, I believe they're in Ontario. If I'm not oh, mistaken. Oh, okay. I, I, for, I, for some reason, I thought it was by uh, like City Field in Queens because that's like you know you're the second person that told me that poet J. O. McCarthy thought it was in Queens it's, also because a little Korea over there. Yeah, well, there's a, obviously a little Korea somewhere in Ontario too. I and, and and it's funny when they show the outside scenes. Uh, it kind of looks like Queens. Yeah, I think that's why I thought that. Yeah, but it's it's most definitely Ontario. Unless they're taking Canadian money in Queens now. Because they have a corner store. entirely possible. Because <laughs> they run a corner store, right? A bodega. Yeah, it's a convenience store. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. But I I, uh, I like the guy, that the, the father. He's Kim. That's the name. He's yeah. Kim's convenience store, yeah. I guess. It's a it's a dad, a mom, a son, and a daughter, right? Something Correct. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so are you fully? Are you like full? This is your show now. You watching it? No, I mean, I, I I like it. I can't say I I love it, but I do enjoy it. So I do binge. They make it. This Netflix you got me onto. They make it so easy to binge watch. You know. Yeah. You hit. I mean. You click next episode, and then you click <laughs> skip intro, and you're back in the next uh, on to the next. Uh... Uh, you can you can like uh, the first, it's like you know, like binge watching. That's you know, that's that's pretty much a cultural thing for I think a lot of people. I would guess, uh, but I know you know all my buddies binge. But like the first show I binge watched was uh, I don't know if you know Sons of Anarchy. This is probably five, uh, ten years ago, or whatever. Yeah, well, that used to be on cable first, wasn't it? Yeah, but I've been watched it, and I got like this is like you know, I I literally watched it for twenty four hours straight. Like, sun came up, kind of got like got like lost in it, and I like, didn't realize, you know. Also, I'm like, it was like on a weekend, but I'm like, is it is it like eleven in the morning? I just was like, just got so wrapped up in it, and I was like, oh wow, like binge binge watching, that's a thing. Well, it, it reminds me of a weird experience I had. Years ago, I uh, I was still living in the Bronx, so I um, binge watch is this cable on demand. Yeah, back when I had cable, which I don't anymore. Um, American, not American Pickers. Uh, what was the name of that show with the uh, the old man and the three guys and the porn stars? A oh, point, yeah, porn. yeah. They had porn stars, Orange County bikers, and uh, Perkers. Those are like the three main. Yeah, things. and Storage Wars. That was all <laughs> reality <Wars>. TV. <laughs> yeah. My hands high, you know? Yeah. Reality, <laughs> reality TV. But anyways, I happened to one night, did the exact same thing you just described. I was till like four in the morning. I was watching one episode after the next of uh, Porn Stars. And um, just so you know, you froze for a second and it sounded like Porn Stars. <laughs> well, it's my accent. It sounds like porn stars, whether I'm freezing or not. That's Coffee. Good. Good. But anyway, Coffee. wait, 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 wait till you hear Timmy Leary talk because he has much worse accent yeah. than I do. I don't have well, that. Or you other people have accents. Okay. Yeah, that's, that's what. Yeah. yeah, that's one way to look at it. That's one way to look at it. But um, so I'm watching a porn porn stars <laughs> uh, till like four in the morning, and I fell asleep. Woke up at like, I don't know, eight or nine. Then I went down to Manhattan onto Bleecker Street. Mm-hmm. 
Uh, you know what? I, I, I went down to get, uh, there was a record store down there. I uh, The famous one? I forget the name of yeah, it. Yeah, I forget the name of it, too. I didn't talk about it. But uh, if they <laughs> if they if they stuck it out, the records are back in vogue now. So hopefully they're doing well. I think it's still there. Yeah. So. But anyway, I come out of there and I'm walking back towards the train, and a car pulls up. And who gets out? But uh, Mo, Larry, and Curly, whatever the hell their names was, from the porn stars. Yeah. Um, the big guy and and the heavy set guy and uh, the, and the father, not the old man. No. Okay, the ball guy, the, like the main, not the old man, the, the main guy. The main guy, the tall, Harrison. I think his the, name is Harrison, right? The monster guy. The big tall fella. And, and then uh, Squeegee, that, whatever the hell his name was. Squeegee. <laughs> Luigi. <laughs> whatever his name was. And they get out of the car and they're walking into something. So I, I was like, what the hell are you people doing here? <laughs> he goes, whoa, we're working, we're working. Yeah. I said, who the hell's watching the store? <laughs> Not knowing, you know, it's, it's you know, there's no reality in reality TV. Nah, if you go to that joint in Vegas, it's like a gift shop, you know? Yeah. It's not, you know, these guys aren't standing around buying crap from you, you know? No, it's all set up. Right? Are you, uh, side note, are you still going to Vegas? Going in October, yes. Okay, good. Good, good. So maybe you'll stop by the uh, gift shop. I probably won't. I'll be in the sports book. Gotcha. In fact, you know, with my ever widening list of boycotts, uh, <laughs> <laughs> you're like, you know what? I boycotted everything. I don't, I just sit home. I don't do anything. Where's Uncle Tom? He's in the catacombs. He said, Fuck <laughs> it. um, uh, they're all going, all everybody that's going out there is going to, I guess, a Raiders game. Did they okay. move to Vegas or something? Yeah, yeah, they're in Vegas. All right. So. <laughs> okay. I said, well, uh, I'll be at the sports book. So yeah. betting on the game, you're yeah, at. they'll be <laughs> dropping me. No, I only bet on horses, you know. Oh, okay. Yeah. But what I was going to say is if you're in Vegas in October and if the Mets do make a run, it might not be a bad bet to put a little something on the, uh, on a world yeah. series ring. Yeah. So, um, there's another show now, not having cable. I, um, uh, I don't have HBO anymore or any of that stuff. I don't miss it. You know? and, and actually, you can subscribe to HBO on something, Prime, Amazon Prime. Or so YouTube, YouTube Prime, you can get you can through there. Yeah. It's like, it's like 10 bucks extra or something. Well, I think I had mentioned the guy that does the lighting, or he will be doing the lighting for this podcast. Yeah. Um, does the lighting for one of the HBO productions. And there's a new production that they're doing now called The White House Plumbers. It's a, it's a, it's a, I, I don't know if it's a, you know, an ongoing TV show or a film it stars Woody Harrelson. Oh, it's, a, it's, it's like, okay. It's not real. No, it's about the white house plumbers. The guys that broke into Watergate. Oh, okay. See, yeah, yeah. Uh, one of the main guys in that whole thing, this is during the Nixon administration. One of the main guys that, uh, uh, was involved with that was G. Gordon Liddy, who was in the Nixon administration. But before he was in the Nixon administration, he was the district attorney for Dutchess County, which is where I'm sitting. So they're doing a lot of filming around here, and they're going to be taking over the diner in Millbrook in August. Oh, down the street? Yeah, to film uh, that. So that'll be good. I'm going to mosey down here see what the buffet looks like for the for the actors <laughs> yeah i hear they put out a good spread for the staff they do um 
Astoria, you know, is like the, now that because uh, they have the uh, Kaufman Studios, you know, what I'm talking uh-huh. about. So that that was the uh, Hollywood of the East back in like the 30s and 40s. Yeah, during the silent film era, that's that was where Hollywood was in Astoria. Yeah, and uh, they just re- you know, not now, but like in the last 10, 15 years, they redid the whole thing. So uh, because of that, my last. I don't know, five to seven years in Astoria, there was a ton of movies that were filmed and they do, they lay out a spread because you're like, you'll walk by and see. You know, nothing for nothing. I think one of the preservationists of that, one of those studios that was in Astoria was that upstanding citizen, uh, Bill Cosby. Yeah, uh, the Cosby show was in uh, Kaufman Studios. That's where uh, the fan used to be. Um, There was uh, another major show there, but the Cosby show was filmed in Astoria. Yeah. Well, this production company and I, you know, these there's, there's two major production companies that are in this general vicinity. What I like about them is they come into my store to buy props sometimes. Yeah. And when they when they buy, they buy. I mean, yeah, it's, it's a win. It's, and I'm the same way when I'm spending somebody else's money, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How much is my budget? You got it. No you problem. got it. Put it in my car. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, uh, they're, they're in Newburgh, which is, I think both of them are, lo- one's located, I think, in Poughkeepsie, one's located in Newburgh. I might be wrong about that, but they're located in, not too far from here. So, but he, he, G. Gordon Liddy is what I wanted to say. He uh, was one of the people that arrested Timothy Leary, you know, the LSD guy. Not your buddy. Tune in, drop out, whatever the hell he was doing. Yeah. Because he used to be located just down the block from my shop here, in um, in this big mansion down the block here. Back in the sixties and seventies. Yeah, that was like hippie. This town was hippie central in the late sixties. No, you wouldn't believe it now. Let's bring it back. <laughs> yeah, get toga. <laughs> but um, <clears throat> so I don't know if they're going to be filming up there. It's called the Hitchcock Estate. That's the name of the place. But, you know, the, the guy still lives there, Hitchcock. So I don't know. If they, but at the time, he was good friends with Timothy Leary or his father was or something. It's so not he, I'm huh? sorry. Go ahead. I'm sorry. No. So that was like Hippie Central. And this sort of kind of evolves around. This story sort of kind of revolves around G. Gordon Liddy. So I don't know how extensively they're going to be filming in Millbrook. But I know I know they are taking over the diner uh, sometime in mid-August. That's cool. Yeah, that's. I'm sure that sounds excited about that. I remember in Astoria, um, you know, like when they first started uh, filming movies, uh, people were like, you know, there was like a buzz. There was a buzz about it. I'm sure there's still a buzz, but there was like in the beginning, there was like a buzz. Yeah. But this guy, Charlie, he got to do the, he works as a, I guess they call it a grip. That's the union term for what he does over there. Um, you know, he'll do a shift like yesterday. I think he had to go in at four o'clock. And he he, he, he was assuming they'd be filming until like six in the morning. So I guess it must be whatever they were filming that took place at night. Yeah, that's a, that's a hell of a schedule because it's like so inconsistent based on what like the the uh, setting of the movie or show. Like if it's a night setting, you got to be at night, right? It's a day setting. Yeah. 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 Um, so, I, you know, uh, I'd be look. I guess I'll have to catch that. They, there was a show on HBO called uh, 
I know I'm miss saying it. Miss this I know to be true. I know this much is true. It was a TV show that came out like the year before last, and um, I don't know if they did they did some filming in this general area, and uh, but I remember they bought like I don't know they came in here and bought like twelve hundred dollars worth of crap, which was fine with me. Yeah, that's, um, that's a win. I'm gonna. You can't tell, but I'm actually on the internet because I'm looking up. Uh, oh, we're, we're moving into uh, let's look up and be a little bit more professional about well, the, the, the computer's <laughs> a lot closer to me when I'm, you know, I know this much is true. Uh, trying to get this guy's name. Uh, that's a million. Uh, came out. It came out last year, actually. That sounds it was like, like a, a three episode thing, I think. It was actually, I wanted to mention this guy's name because I, I haven't seen it, but I know I, I'm told he did it. Mark Ruffalo, Ruffalo, Ruffalo. Yeah, Mark Ruffalo. Um, but I was told, I have to check it out. I was told he did an excellent job because uh, he plays twin brothers, I believe. He plays two roles. And uh, I think the width of the time frame it covered was from like 1920 through 1980. So as a, you know, as an actor, I guess that must've been quite the role, quite the uh, task to play two roles. You know? But I think he was one yeah. of the, uh, he was one of the producers of it too. So, you know, you go that extra mile when your own, when your own pocket money's on the line there. <laughs> You're like, you know what? I'll take this one too. Mm. You guys need coffee? I'm going to get coffee. <laughs> so yeah that was, you know interesting things for the summer and uh what's uh is millbrook uh it's summer the the hot the hot time the hot spot in for millbrook is that where you get the most people one more time sean um <laughs> throw it at me in english just <laughs> You got it. I said it's Millbrook. It's the summer. Is that the time to be there? Is that when you get the most people in the summertime? <clears throat> yeah, it's hard to say. Uh, uh, the town gets, yeah, it gets more crowded in the summertime. Yes. There's a lot of people from, you know, the Hamptons. It's like an, a lot of the people that come up here are interchangeable with the Hamptons, the same people. You get people from the Hamptons that shoot up there? Yeah. And people yeah. from up here that shoot down in the Hamptons. Well, that's a hell of a journey. I mean, well, it's, uh, Millbrook is known as horse country, so yeah. some of these people come up to ride to uh, ride horses. And uh, I'm like, yeah, I mean, it's a nice town, but it's it's pretty quick. <laughs> well, there's a lot to do in the. You only know Millbrook from yeah, three where my, yeah, yeah. This is the business uh, road here, yeah, yeah. but it's filled with horse farms and it's got a winery. Oh, okay. And a, and a botanical garden. It's got a lot of crap around here. Oh, I, maybe one day I'll check it out. Yeah. Without, would I be able to ride a horse? Is, or is that that's a no? I, I've never seen you ride one. I don't know. <laughs> I've never. But if you wanted to, yeah. you, I can hook you up with somebody and give you a horse. I've, I've never actually been on a horse. Have you? Uh, I think I went when... Uh, this is my incense. Sorry. Yeah, I think were... I went once when... Uh, I'm trying to picture this. No, I was a little child. Yeah. One of those little, the horse. I was like 30. The horse is like three months away from dropping dead. 
You know, they, they <laughs> yeah. put little kids on it. It goes around. They, like the a, they have a, the leash. The yeah. Bottom. I yeah. think I ran, a, I ran. I was on a horse for about 45 seconds. <laughs> That's about right. Not well, you know, where I used to live in the Bronx, I used to live in Pelham Bay, as you know. Just down the block was the stables for the NYPD horses. Oh, yeah? Okay. Yeah. And ironically, uh, just down the road from where I'm now uh, is where the NYPD the horses go when they retire. They, they, you know, horse range, whatever you want to call it. it so the it, horses are following me, Sean. <laughs> um, but a side note, you know, my dad's family's from Pelham Bay, so... I know you know this, but I just figured I'd say Yeah, well, that. you've been to my house many times when I lived yeah. there. You, were, you, were you, you, on... knew, you knew he was, his where he grew up was two blocks from where I was. Yeah, you were. On... He was on Wilkinson Avenue, right? Yeah, you were on Continental or something, right? Yeah, St. Paul, Continental, yeah. right by the 6th train. Last yeah. stop on the 6th yeah. train. Right by that famous bacon, egg, and cheese spot I taught you about. Yes, uh, to anyone who's putting themselves, subjecting to themselves, to listen this far into the podcast, uh, Shawnee Boy's the one that got me into bacon, eggs, and cheeses there. I, I learned about him in college. Of course, I was 180 pounds when you did that, you know, so thanks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Anyway, back to, back to uh, the horses. I've always thought about, like, oh, it might be cool to ride a horse, but then I, I look at it, I'm like, that seems like a lot of work. It seems like it would hurt your ass. Obviously, it probably hurt you. Like, if, I mean, to really ride a horse. There's like a whole thing to it. Well, if you want to, if you're serious about, you know, uh, my business partner's son and daughter-in-law just moved up here last week from from Westchester, actually. Yeah. To ride horses? No, they bought a house up here in Millbrook. They fell in love with the town and uh, yeah. moved up here. Uh, he was saying yesterday, his name is Keith, that he wants to ride horses. So we know a guy here in town, a uh, nice Irish fella. That could uh, hook him up. Might as well hook you up too. Yeah, I have to think about that. You know? Make a whole cavalry out of you. Yeah, we'll make a make a weekend out of it. All of a sudden, we're marching down the street. There you <laughs> go. But um, it it is known as horse country, so uh, you can't swing a dead cat without hitting a horse. That's right. Yeah, um, my school in the Bronx. Uh, you know, the kids have recess, and I I'm at a point where I go out and like help monitor or whatever. Um, every year, I guess maybe the same day, I don't know, the, the police take the horses out around that neighborhood. I don't know why, but then they, 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 they walk them past the recess and all the kids go nuts. It's cool. Though. I mean, when you see a horse up close, you realize how damn big they are. You're just like, damn, that's a, that's a, that's a big animal. When you're in front of Madison Square Garden trying to scalp tickets, uh, <laughs> yeah, you'll get up close and personal with some of their horses, the NYPD yeah. horses. The they'll, they'll make it. They'll make you move the hell out of the way. That's for sure. They definitely make you move. That's for sure. Yeah, they are. Uh, they they do. Uh, they are uh, high off the ground, you know. Yeah. But um, yeah, that's that's my uh, story, and I'm sticking with it. Well, they they used to go ride by my window every night when they went home for the night. The horses. So I, I don't know. Why the hell they didn't drive him right to the stable? But did you have a lot of shit on your sidewalk? Seriously? No, yeah. not to the car. You know, get two or three cars riding over, and you don't even notice. Because <laughs> no, the because horses they'll, they'll they'll take a dump. You know, wherever they please. As they're as they're walking, they're shitting. It's pretty crazy. They're not housebroken. That's for sure. Uh, no, no, 
Not it's funny you say that. I was uh, I, I follow a channel on YouTube uh, that shows uh, they, they do colorization and speed correction, 60-bit, whatever the hell they're talking about, uh, of old black and white, um, not movies, but, you know, scenes from Paris, street scenes in Paris, street scenes. Yeah, yeah. And like, uh, I just happened to see the other day, he, he re-upped a, a video of New York in the 19, I think it was 1920 itself. And, you know, you see a lot of people walking. It's actually, they were walking around near where I used to work on Wall Street. Oh, wow. And, and, and all you see is like more shit all over the streets. Oh, man. The, the cities 100 years ago must have stunk. They must I don't have think, I don't think you noticed it much, though, you know. Yeah, horse shit. Yeah, garbage everywhere. But you know, if you do, if you know history, I know you do. Like, you know, there'd be like just waste everywhere. There'd even be like a dead body every once in a while in the street. It must have. It just must have been a scene. hundred. Sounds ago. like yesterday in in New York. But <laughs> from what I hear, although I haven't been down here in quite some time, but um, you know, the more things change, the more things stay the same. Yeah, and oh. Anybody who's watching these podcasts, I've said this already, but the juice isn't worth the squeeze. I've used at least four times since you put that <laughs> saying in my head. That's good. I'm glad. So I appreciate that. It's it's it's. Uh, I'm I'm getting a hell of a lot of mileage out of that. I, I told you it's not mine, so have at it. You know, because that's a, it's a great way to say it. like like you want to do that. Nah, juice ain't worth the squeeze, man. I'm good. Yeah, part of my uh, daily, uh, you know. Now, have you gotten responses from people being like, oh, that's a good. Yeah, I said it. Yeah, In fact, I said it yesterday to uh, a lady. Well, I was talking, well, actually, I was talking about auctions. Uh, you know, because I used to do auctions here, too. Oh, you don't do that anymore? Well, I do, but not as often as I used to. Okay. And the reason why? Because of this. Because the juice ain't worth the squeeze. There you go. There you go. There you go. It's not. No, when I th th this room I'm sitting in is the second floor of my shop, and this whole back room, uh, which is now, you know, I have a little area here. Um, it's sort of like a storeroom slash podcast yeah. thing. A little, I like to call it a little nook. You got like a little nook. Um, yeah, I like it. I like it. It's even got carpeting. But anyway, um, <laughs> the whole room, which it's a big room, uh, used to be the auction room. I used to do live auctions in the in the room and be online as well. So we'd have people calling in, people bidding online, and people in the house bidding. And with that, it was, you know, we you know, you can make some money, but doing internet only since COVID, we I did about six auctions during last year during the shutdown when we were the store itself was forced to shut down. But it was internet only, and uh, you know the, the the platform you use charges a commission. Um, it's a lot of labor, and uh, without having the live audience, in addition to the internet audience, you know you don't get as many bids as you would normally get. What do you do? Like a live? You you would do a live feed, and then people would just like come in through Zoom. Yeah, them? well, there's a, pla a, a an auction centric platform that auctioneers use to put their auctions on people register there and get their credit card approved for whatever 
you know, you, they, it, it works that way. I don't want to name the joint, but um, it's all right. Uh, their commission has gotten so high because everything's on the internet and, it, and, and COVID was like a propellant. It's like more things are on the internet than ever. Um, they've been forced to, because they have competitors now that started internet uh, auctions or internet estate sales, you know, that kind of stuff. So their co competition has forced them to increase their commissions that they charge the auctioneer, you know. Um, it sounds like it's just became a hassle. It became prohibitive in yeah, terms yeah, yeah. of, it's, you know, coming right out of your bottom line, you know. Yeah. And you can only pass so much of that on to the, buy, the pr pr prospective buyer before it becomes, you know, you, you, you buy something for $100 and you got to pay a $25 buyer's premium because the auctioneer is charging a 25% buyer's premium because he's getting charged 18% by the by the online platform. Yeah, that's, that's what happened because of the pandemic with StubHub. StubHub, because, uh, you know, the mechanisms that me and my brother don't uh, go to, I'll sell them on a secondary market, which is totally fine. And they, they're taking now 15%. They were taking 10% before the pandemic. And now that, I, obviously, I know they got crushed last year because nobody went to anything. But uh, they, they, went, they raised it 5%. So they're not taking $15 on every $100 you make. That's a lot. Yeah, well, that seems to be the general trend. More, th uh, more things are going online exclusively or in a much more, you know, much more, many more businesses around online exclusively. And so the competition is, is becoming harder on for the online platforms. And um, as the end user, which I was in that case, the auctioneer, the, the fee that I was getting charged to put an auction up online uh, was prohibitive. So, you know, barely, barely break even, you know, make a couple of bucks on, on an auction. So we do it a fewer and far up between now. And that, that connects to the, you know, the juice isn't worth the squeeze. The juice just isn't worth the squeeze anymore. Yeah, man, it's not yeah. worth it. So, yeah, yeah, I like that. You like that. Yeah, that that's from... Uh, Something from one movie I know. It's 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 from other stuff too, but um, it's a keeper. It's a keeper. It's a keeper. You know, it always feels good when you come across a phrase or some vocabulary that you haven't heard that you you're like, oh, I like that, and yet you get to use it. That's, that's I like it. it what I like it because it 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 it, uh, it articulates exactly what you're trying to say. Yeah, but it's it's not so well known that people have heard it before. The general public, you know. Really, I, I thought it was pretty. At least not in my circle of. Uh, I did. You know, did you think of that, Tom? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, you got it. Come on. Yeah. I don't know how I came up with that. Yeah, yeah but if, you know, just remember, if you're using it a lot, then that means everything you're doing isn't isn't working. <laughs> no, actually, I, I the reason I did use it was I, the same thing I just described to you about the auctions. Some lady, a customer, was asking me yesterday about. Am I doing any more auctions? So I uh, gave her the same long, boring explanation I just gave you and uh, ended it by saying the juice just isn't worth the squeeze. 
<laughs> and he, he dropped the mic and he just walked away. <laughs> you know, that's, uh, you know, that's the, uh, you know, the, you know, the, the tax fee that, like you said, every website that's offering some kind of service because they're, everything's moving that way. Like, you know, the, uh, company fee is just going to, you know, it's going to get higher. So. It will. And, uh, the, the, in that, I don't, I don't know how unique that circumstance is where the end user is actually a seller. A lot of times the, you know, businesses online are selling directly to people, but, in, in my situation, I was the end user because I'm using the platform. You that's, know, so like, that's kind of like StubHub. Like, I have the tickets. I'm using that platform to sell to uh, a buyer. Is that the concept? It's, it's, it's the exact concept, yes. Yeah, so. is, is, there, is, there, is there another vehicle for you to sell that legally, or is StubHub sure, the only? I'm sure there is. Um, I, my buddy who's... Uh, a master of tickets. I've probably gone to half of the things I've gone to is because of him. He just, he knows the whole, like he knows how to get tickets. He's good at selling tickets. Now, what is your, what is your plan with the Mets? 20 games. 20. 20 games? 20 out of the 81. Do we get 20? And is that like, did they entice you like one Met Yankee game? Yeah. So you get, you get the, uh, what's it called? Opening day, but we sell that just because that's where you make the most money. Um, then you get a Met Yankee and then, you know, then you get, you know, two Braves, you know, two Phillies. And what do you get the the right to purchase postseason tickets? Should they trip into the postseason? Correct. Correct. And what do you do with, uh, with those? Do you go or do you sell them? Well, um, in 2015, we went to every single one and they, they had versus Dodgers. They were the away team. So they had two home games. We went. They swept the Cubs. They had two home games. We went and they lost in game five at City. And so we went to all three. Sorry, I put a four, three. Um, you give me the finger. I don't have my glasses on. We went to all three. Um, I would, we, we would never do that again. It was exhausting. It's three weeks of just, or two and a half weeks of just like, you know, like it'd be one thing if I lived across the street from City Field, you know, but like, yeah, just, in, just, just the commute from Westchester to Shea. I mean, by the time you get home, it's midnight, one o'clock. You're getting up at six o'clock for, for work. You know, it just turned into, it was a lot. Yeah. Now, out of the 20 games, how many do you on average go to the 20 regular season games? When I lived in Astoria, I probably went to about 15 to 16 of them. So now I probably go to eight to 10. Probably go to half. Uh, do you always go to the Med Yankee one or we do you sell, sell that one? We sell, I've been to at least 30 or 40 of those just with my buddy going to them at Yankee Stadium. Going to him at City Field. I mean, it's a fun game, but at the at the end of the day, it's it's kind of lost some of its. Uh, now, if they played it in the in the World Series, that's different. But during the season, um, it's lost some of its luster. But this year, it was exciting. I thought this year was a pretty cool Met Yankee series. Yeah, well, the first year they did the interlude play, I wasn't enamored with it then, but it was a novelty attached to it. You know, in fact, I think the Mets won the first one. I think they Bernard Gilkey at a homer. Okay. What a memory, huh? Eh? I don't need my cane. Yeah. <laughs> not yet. Not yet. Uh, Bernard, and uh, I'm trying to remember the pitcher's name who won, got the win. Malik- I remember that. Maliki or something. Dave Maliki. Uh, Maliki, yeah. Dave Mal- yeah, good job. Yeah. Yo, by, by the way, we talked about in an old podcast about that guy, Davis. His first name was Ike. 
Ike Davis, the first baseman that you were Yes, about. that's correct. I've learned that subsequently, too. You yeah. say an old podcast like we've been doing this for years. <laughs> this is like our 11th podcast. Yeah. Oh, is it? Or okay. the 11th that I've done. Yeah. So, uh, Well, it's, it's an old podcast, you know, but a podcast in May. I back when we were much younger, you know, back in May. <laughs> back when our lighting was much <laughs> and our sound was different. Yeah, before my uh, Edward R. Murrow microphones. Yeah. Oh, you got <laughs> Hold on. I got to get on Amazon for a second. Take it easy. Take it easy. <laughs> yeah. You should screw them in, uh, Tom. Yeah, don't worry about it. Yeah, it's yeah. fine. So, um, yeah, I think, you know, the. it's funny. Um, I, I had mentioned to you. I want to hone the sound of these podcasts and then work on the video, you know. But um, what I've been doing is, like I, I mentioned before, we did Lily's Medispa podcast. came out last Monday as we're talking on Thursday. And um, the, the, the sound for the actual podcast, I mean, a podcast is supposed to be audio anyway. It's not supposed to be video, you know. Um, but the sound was really good. I did a little, uh, cause the two ladies that were here were sharing one microphone cause I'm a cheap bastard hmm. and, um, you know, I had to, you know, I had to do a little thing in the mixing, amplify them a little bit, but anyway, I thought the sound came out really well on the, you know, the podcast part with that goes out to Apple and Google and Spotify, yeah. but the YouTube one. I just take the audio from the, from the, uh, from the camera. Yeah. So I don't know if, uh, if I should start manipulating that. When I, when I download it from the camera, I use GoPro camera, just one camera. And when I download that, it does segregate. It, it gives you an audio video file and it gives you a separate audio file. Um, but I'm not, well versed enough to be able to sync you know in other words amplify the well first let me say the 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 audio on the video portion wasn't as good as the audio on the podcast portion so i don't know how to say that better than that but pretty much how how to sync it all so it's all one just yeah so i can manipulate like i can take the audio file from the camera and you know, mix it up so the sound quality is better. Mm-hmm. But how do you sync that with the video? I don't know what the hell I'm doing yet, but I'm getting there. Each maybe. week I learn a little bit more about what to do. That's good. And maybe the uh, HBO production guy give you a little a little push in the right direction if you see him. Yeah, well, he, he set up some lights. He did it. He did it like a quick thing. He wants to get involved with this podcast when he's done with this. Uh, with the. Uh, HBO production he's working on, which is fine. I certainly welcome that. But, uh, you know, the lighting, I don't really use the lighting that he set up at the moment because it needs to be honed, you know. Uh, this is you all know, I, I'm an Irishman with a red enough face. Like, you have a tan, you're in Florida. I have a tan because I, I, don't, <laughs> I I'm, I'm always six inches away from a heart attack. But, um, I'm laughing, but it's not funny. <laughs> <laughs> but um, um, 
the, the, you know, the lighting he did set up, which you can't see it from where this proximity, but there's lights all around here. Um, brings out every core puzzle in my head. So <laughs> you're like, take it easy. Right? Take it easy. You know? <laughs> you know, nobody needs to see. They don't even want to look at my face, let alone my blood flowing through my head. How do, how do we how do we filter this? How do yeah. we get? So actually, to be honest with you, I, the, the the video, the angle sucks. I want to eventually have two, at least two cameras, you know, when I learn how to mix all of that, hone yeah, it all together. Well, this is, you know, this is, we're still, you know, we're like kind of still at the infant stage. Yeah, you know? I mean, the, we're talking now, this is only our 11th, I think our 11th one, so. Yeah. But, um, you know, I'd like to have like one camera, like when someone's in how in the house here, have one camera for, for me and them, and then one camera yeah, focusing yeah. on them. See, Zoom is easy because you start talking, the camera will go right to you. I start yeah. talking. That's why you got to talk when I'm when I'm when I'm using my incense. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I mean, listen. It sounds like uh, you know the the ideas of the foundations there, and the the ideas are, are flowing from it. Yeah. We'll get there. Yeah. But, uh, you know, I, I the reason I started this was, again, uh, purest of reasons to have interesting conversations with interesting people. Yeah. So, and, uh, and and I have. I mean, I've learned a lot from the people that have been here so far. I bet. I, that, that's, that's the part of, like, podcasts that, you know, like, you watch a podcast and, like, you take something from it, but to be the the host or whatever you want to call it, the, the leader of the podcast, like, you know, you must be gaining just so much uh, just from talking to different people. Like that's like, I'll say this, the most I've ever learned is by going out and, you know, like talking to people and mixing it up and experiencing, you know, like a book is great. I'm not knocking books, but you know, like learning about the Vietnam war, I could read about it. You know, obviously I can never go back to it, but I could talk to somebody who was there. I'm going to gain a lot more from that. Yeah. And, you know, we are people that it's usually like, I don't know how many people watch the video, 20, 30, not, not a lot at the moment, the videos that we put on the channel, but, you know, probably close to a couple of hundred on the audio part, the pie, you know, per episode. Podcast. Yeah. That's, I, I don't know who the hell's listening to this. What's happening? <laughs> <laughs> um, including people from Europe. I don't yeah. know, you know, the, the platform I use to push it out to all those directories. I, I just envisioned who's ever in Europe that when they listen to it, they have it dubbed in their language. So we're talking, but it's coming out in a different language. No, you can't, you can't translate I, what the hell you and I are saying. That's for sure. <laughs> but that's, I, that's, we're not even really talking English. When talking I know we're talking, we're talking like city New Yorkish. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, I, you know, uh, I really was hoping to get Timmy Leary on the, uh, when these people who do listen to us hear Timmy Leary talk. I mean, funny, first of all, he's funny as hell. I mean, he's made me cry laughing a hundred times. And, um, he's an ex NYPD guy. He used to be a cop down. In, Is he really an ex cop? Yeah. He was, in, he was in the four Oh precinct in the Bronx. Ah, but he did his toy. No. I don't, I, he, he, he doesn't, he didn't uh, finish his, whatever they call that, the term. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, he's so Bronx. 
and he's like a Bronx legend, you know, and he's very, very funny guy. It's just hard to explain, except I can't wait for him to come up here. But I, I was hoping tonight to have him. He's not exactly uh, computer slash Internet savvy. So it would have been like three hours telling him how to download Zoom and, <laughs> nah, you know, and I, then go into his email and get a link to the Zoom. And, and then he's getting stressed out. And then he's getting pissed at you. He's like, oh, yeah. I, I hit the button. I by, the, by the time he got on with us, by the time he got on with us, he'd be pissed off. Yeah. He's like, fuck this. I don't want to yeah. do it. And you he know, does he, 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 just something to look forward to anyway. I, I met him probably two or three times in my life. But you, when I used to bartend back in the day in Queens, um, you brought him with you when you stopped by one time. Oh my God. Cause I, I, I worked at like a, it was like a bar slash restaurant wearing shirts and ties. So like, it was a little bit more, you know, it was like upscale scale, but it, it was like more upscale. And he was, you, he, you know, you, you just get, I'm like, I'm like looking at my heads, my hands, my heads in my hands being like, Oh my God. Cause he would just go, he would just let it rip. He's a nonstop and he's funny as hell. Yeah. So that's something and, to look forward to. Um, um, you used to, you just reminded me, you used, it was like an upscale bar you worked in over there, right? Yeah. 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 Was it in Astoria? No, it was, no, it was in, um, I Long bought, Island. Wasn't it in Long Island? No, it's right on the border. Queen, like it was like Queens. Like, yeah. New Hyde Park. Okay. But anyway, um, I, you know, I bartended in Astoria also, but that was, that was like my main bartending days in my twenties. It was a guy who used to, a celebrity that used to frequent that bar. Yeah, there was a couple. Uh, John Tatoro. You know, yes, yes. He used to come through and, uh, you know, I got to, you know, we just bullshit a few. He was a, a Jet fan, so we had something to talk about. You know, you know he's a great he's a great actor. I like him. Uh, yeah. He did a movie, which I don't know how many people have ever heard of it, called Mac, M-A-C. I don't know if I know that. I would definitely check it. It's a great movie. All right. Uh, it, I think it's, it's sort of, sort of, I don't uh, kind of autobiographical. I'm not sure of the origins of it, but uh, it's about it's about uh, a group of brothers who grew up with a father who was a contractor, built houses, and they all start their own business in Long Island right after World War II. I got you. So it'll be like, uh, what was the name of that big development for the veterans in Long Island? Um, what town? You know what that's the town I'm trying to think of. Uh, uh, Huntington, Massapequa. I'm just named. No, I can't think of the name of the town. But well, he's from there. His whole his mom is. Let is, me go all the way over to my computer and see if I can uh, talk he, amongst he, yourselves. You know, his uh, his brother and sister were also act, or maybe they still are, but they were they were in acting. Yeah, his brother, I I know his brother's a big Yankee fan. He's yeah, probably his, a big Yankee fan too, but I like him anyway. His sisters was the sister in the Sopranos, Tony Soprano's sister. That's his sister. Right, oh yeah. <laughs> talk, <laughs> amongst, talk amongst yourselves. I'm trying to find out this town. Oh, so it's it's, bu it's bugging the crap out of me. What are you, are you typing like this? <laughs> I two handed, baby. Levittown. Oh, Levittown, yeah. Levittown. I don't know it well, but I know of it. Yeah, it was It was basically a lot of housing was built. <laughs> I can't guarantee that's what this movie is uh, based in, but uh, it's similar. Like, yeah. GI's coming back from World War II. 
a lot of that's how Levittown became Levittown. People, uh, uh, a lot of house building for returning veterans. The, um, I mean, he's done, you know, he like he was in The Big Lebowski, which is a great movie. Uh, oh, he was in a ton of great movies. Yeah. yeah. The Quiz Show, which is quietly a great movie. I love that show. I love that movie, yeah. Uh, there's other ones, too. Um, but this is a sleeper. I don't know how many people have actually seen this movie, but it's well worth the watch. Just called Mac? M-A-C? M-A-C, Mac. Yeah. Yeah. It's, uh, you'll enjoy it. It's, if you're from New York, you'll enjoy it. Right. I'll, uh, I'll go, I'll go uh, look it up. Yeah. So talk for a while while I, I have to relight my incense. <laughs> uh, it's, it looks good. Um, yeah, I, you know, one time he he was he came in and he was at the bar and he you know he was his his mother lived in the area so like I think you know when he come visit her he would bring her into the spot and you know because it was also stop by for a snark after yeah and he would uh, whatever and uh, he just did this movie called Secret Window with Johnny Depp and I happened to have seen it. And, you know, like, I, you know, I was like, oh, I, I thought it was a good movie. I was like, oh, that was a good movie. He's just like, it was shit. <laughs> he said it was shit? Yeah, he's like, and, no, and, and, he, and he was in the movie? Yeah, he was in the oh. movie. He's like, it was shit. I didn't like it. I was like, and I was, you know, like, what do you say to that? You're like, all right. <laughs> all right, man. I don't know if I'm spelling his name right. T, T-U-R-T-U-R-R-O, right? T-U-T, yeah, T-U. Yeah. Just put John T-U-T. It should come in. So... We, we, we've we advanced, man. We're using the internet now in our conversations. This oh, yeah. This is a, you know, reference. We're referencing. Uh, there was a guy who, uh, Ellen Barkin was in the movie. I'm trying to read some names that ring a bell. Ada Totoro. Michael Imperioli. Isn't that the guy from The Sopranos? Yeah, from The Sopranos, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. The guy that played Christopher in The Sopranos. Yeah. Was in this. Anyway, it's a real good movie. I highly recommend it. There's one guy whose name I'm trying to remember. Uh, I'm trying to. When did when it come out? What year did it come out? Oh, it came out in uh, 1992. Okay, all right. Yeah. There's a, there's a slim chance I might have seen it, but you know I don't. I, it's not ringing. Well, up. you got something to look forward to then. Can I yeah. tell you tonight? Yeah. I can't wait. I'll text you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, real good movie. I lent it to my friend. He never gave it back. So if you're listening, Rich. You still got my Mac. <laughs> but it was on VHS, I think, so I don't even have the means to play it, so keep it. There's uh isn't that like the truth? Like for me, it's a couple of DVDs I lent out that I'm like, damn, I wish I still had those, you know. Yes. But this yeah. was on VHS, so I don't even have a VHS player anymore. So a movie called A Guide to Recognizing Your Saints. Uh, it's a movie based in the story. It's a, uh, it was when I was living like my prime years in the story. It was being filmed there. Um, great movie. It's about like this kid and his friends and growing up in the eighties. And I guess the story in the eighties is a pretty rough area. At the was time. there anybody I know that was in it? Oh yeah, um, Robert Downey Jr., um, the lead guy from the Bronx Tale, the Sonny. Um, yeah, it was uh, Shia LaBeouf. LaBeouf. I, I don't know how to say his last name. Um, Sheila LaBeouf. Yeah, Rosario. That's not how you say. It. Yeah, there's a lot. There was a Rosario Dawson. There was um, uh, Channing. Uh, he's a famous actor. Channing. Something. Channing Tatum. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's it. That's it. 
I got my finger on the pulse, Sean. Yeah, <laughs> you all have to say. <laughs> oh, you got you got his poster up on the on the wall. I don't know why I remember that name. I guess it's a weird name or an out of the ordinary name. Excuse check, me. Check it out. It, it was an excellent movie. Well, uh, have you ever seen the movie? Now you're not old enough to remember the seventies, but have you have you ever seen? Well, this is the guy's name. I Michael ba- Badaluco. Michael Badaluco. Yeah, he played Totoro's brother in this. In this, is movie. he a red hair? Uh, I think he. Had, I don't know what the hell he had back in the day. I don't know. I think that's. Uh, I think like I, me, he's probably gray now. But I, I think that rings a bell. I think I know who that guy is. I may not have seen what, what he's, he's been in other. Uh, he's been in other movies. Um, what the hell was I going to say? A Spike Lee movie called Summer of Sam. Oh, a good movie. You know that really. I I can say as someone who lived through. That is, you know, son of Sam thing, and yeah, you were a teenager, right? Yeah, for the most part. Yeah, what seventy seven? I was yeah. Let's go through the math again. Fourteen? <laughs> no, sixteen? No, fifteen? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you 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 were teen years. That's why I, I kept it very general for you. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. He <laughs> captured he, uh, Spike Lee. I have to give him credit. He uh, captured that the feel of the city at that time. Yeah, it was hot as balls, right? <clears throat> yeah, well, yeah, but it was he, he I just think he captured it pretty well. But um it was a, it, it made me think of a it made me think of a another movie. Uh movie. Yeah, uh, what's the, uh, you know, this is where I I really People are going to realize I really don't have my finger on the pulse. <laughs> this guy, I met him a couple of times, actually. This guy was in uh, Saving Private Ryan. He played the guy from Brooklyn. Oh, uh, Ed Burns or something? Ed Burns. God bless you, lad. B-Y-R-N-E-S? Yeah, something. He came out with a movie. Uh, oh, geez, that's not the right guy. Um, he came out with a movie that I think he he directed, starred in. He's had a few of those. Like the Groomsman. That was the name of it. The yeah, Groomsman. Yeah, that was a good movie. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to remember where the hell that took place. I think somewhere in Long Island, right? Yeah, he's from Long Island. So he, a lot of his movies, he's done a bunch of movies that are based on Long Island. Yeah. Well, what made, ironically, what made me think of that, there was a scene in uh, Summer of Sam, which I think takes place in Trog's Neck. Um. Either, either Throg's Neck or City Island, where the neighborhood gets together and prevents people from, probably City Island in the Bronx, prevents people from getting on the island because they don't want the son, the son of Sam getting in there. Do you remember that scene? I, that I don't see but I, I can feel it. I can sense it. Yeah, and it was like it's like a dead end, and they're down by the river. And that's what made me think of the groomsmen, because I think there's a road there which is near the water. You know, it made me think of it. But, yeah, I got you. There's also a great scene in Summer of Sam when um, I can't remember that guy's name either. He was he was in, he was the piano the pianist. Oh, uh, Adrian Brody. Yeah, he's actually Talk about getting your finger on the pulse. I'm killing. Oh yeah, I'm here. I'm current culturally uh, established. Uh, he also was in uh, what's the name of that movie? Uh, about chess records, I think it's chess records. 
you know, with Beyonce, I think was in it. He plays, I don't know. He plays the guy ahead of the record company. Same guy. Yeah. I think it's the same guy. But anyway, it's a great scene where he's, he's, he's out in the rain and then playing Baba O'Reilly by the who. Okay. And he's got his guitar out there. Do you remember that scene from Summer of Sam? Now I want to watch the movie again. I've only seen it once when it came out. So yeah, it sounds like it's, I got to watch it. Well, I could tell you Spike Lee did a heck of a job capturing the, um, the feel of the city of the time. In fact, wasn't there a scene from Studio 54 or I don't know. CBGBs or one of them? Maybe. Or, or, or a good word is that he captured the essence of what was going on. Yes, the essence. Good job. <laughs> yeah. You know, your Uncle Tom played in CBGBs. Yes, you, you mentioned that. I think yeah. that's awesome. Yeah. That's pretty cool. I don't think that's there anymore. No, nah, it's gone. They yeah. tried, a lot of artists tried to save it, but I don't, I don't know what happened. Yeah, it was good back then. Uh, that place was a shithole. Yeah, like yeah. I, th- I think we talked about it. like that. That's one of those places. If you if you know like a shithole bar in Manhattan, then you understand what the bathrooms are like. That's one of those places. Like you don't want to go in those bathrooms, but you go anyway because you got. I wouldn't want to go to the bathroom and see me. I don't. Yeah. I, I don't think I did. Yeah, it's a it's a shithole in there. <clears throat> but um, yeah, the bottom line was around then too. That was a great venue to watch a band play. I saw a lot of good bands there. I saw uh, David Johansson. Remember him? He was in the New York Dolls, actually. Oh, I, I okay. But he came out with a solo career. Uh, what's the name of that song? Hot, hot, hot. How you feeling? Hot, 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 hot. hot, hot. Yeah, that was him. Great drummer in that band. Yeah, it's a great place to see a band. The bottom line, that's no longer around either. Yeah, that that's not like I know a lot of the mainstay places. Bottom bottom lines, not ringing a bell. Oh yeah, it was a so many great bands played there. Where was it? Where was it located? I think it was on Fourth Street, if I'm not mistaken. Down downtown Fourth. Yeah. Oh yeah, Fourth yeah. Street. Never mind. Yeah, Fourth Street. Oh, by, Fort. Huh? oh by, by the basketball courts. I don't know. Maybe the basketball courts are where the bottom line was. I have no idea. It went out of went out of business about 15, 20 years ago. Okay, yeah, the, the basketball like it's famous course at Ford Street. Oh, yeah, so um, actually, believe it or not, I saw Soupy Sales there. He's a comic. He had his own TV show before your time, before yeah. my time too. But were you? Uh, are we you went a- down. We went down there on a walk. We were hanging out in the bar in the Bronx. Me and my friends. Soupy Sales is playing at the bottom. Let's go. So we yeah, got in a cab, yeah. went down there. And I guess, you, you know, we were able to get tickets. Are you? Uh, did you see a lot of comedians in your day or no? No. Like life? I never uh, actually went out to, you know, I've seen comedians in Vegas. So I've seen comedians. Yeah. But uh, I was never one to go out and buy a ticket to see a comedian like you would to go see a, a concert. That's, I told you my buddy who's uh he's he's I call him the ticket master. You know, he's I've gone to tons of comedy shows, but I've never bought a comedy show ticket myself. <laughs> it's always because of him. You know. Yeah. You you, you smacking me in the head? No, there was a <laughs> there was a, a a little fly came in and went oh. and popped right onto my screen. I got so, flies down there for or something. I don't know. A bird. You could you could hang advertising on the flies down there for <laughs> yeah. This time's down there, those big ass bugs. <laughs> If you go outside at like six in the morning to nine o'clock, it's mosquitoes and flies, and then they seem to go away. Then from five o'clock on, they come back. I don't. I don't you got know. a pool on your uh, where you are? I got a pool. 
Got a beach. Is that like a, a, a what do you call those? A bunch of houses, a community? Or you yep. have a Oh, no, no, no. The, like the pool, like my dad has a pool in his backyard. Oh, so it's a, yeah. you know, you don't have to go there with Leon Schwartz from down the block. <laughs> <laughs> not, right, you jump in the pool, and all of a sudden, three like six-year-olds come run, jump it in. It's not like that. So you get it, you get it. It's all yours, whenever you want. Yeah, it's all mine. I mean, unfortunately, my dad's here, so he he jumps in every once in a while. So, well, he's you know, it's his house. He's allowed yeah. to be there. Yeah, yeah. So, and you don't say unfortunately. You spend quality time with your pop. No, I'm, I was just kidding, of course. Yeah, we, we're having a good time. We played uh, played some golf today. He's a beautiful day today. It's really nice. When he's uh, when he goes back to where's he going? But he lives in Great Barrington. Yeah, he's up near Great Barrington. Yeah, yeah. Is is he is he well, he's going back there after this week? Uh, no, next Thursday or Friday. I can't remember. Oh, okay. And you'll still be there by yourself for a couple more weeks. No, yeah, for one more week ish. Mm-hmm. And because I'm going to come back up, uh, I'll be I, I I land July thirtieth, uh, and then. You know, Colin, my nephew, we've talked about him. His birthday is uh, August 2nd. So I think that weekend, uh, my sister-in-law, Tammy's probably going to throw some kind of a thing. So I always make it home for his for his birthday. I'll hang out by the mailbox. Yeah. <laughs> you, know, you know, they're putting in a pool. I know. What, what a project. I, I spoke to your sister-in-law a couple of days ago. How's it go? Has anything happened with the pool? I haven't talked to him in like a week. I think they're swimming in it. They're swimming in it, but they're still waiting for like the patio to put. You know, there's a lot of things that have to happen. Yeah, they're dumping a lot of money into that house. I don't know. I hope the juice is worth the squeeze. No, well, you know, I if it's my brother, then I'm guessing. You know, if he's willing to do that, then I would guess that it's worth the squeeze. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, that's the thing. He's, they don't intend to move there. Uh, yeah, that's the next, over the next twenty, thirty years. So they might as well have what they want there. Exactly. All right, Shawnee boy. Well, uh, it was good to uh, get a hold of you down there in Florida. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now that we know the internet reaches all the way down to the southern part <laughs> of the United States. It, really, it, it may not be worldwide, but it's definitely countrywide. We know that. Yeah. So um, I guess the game plan would be uh, uh, when you get back up here, you know, when you say you'll be up here for the month of August, pretty much. Yeah, so I'll be ready to go once I get home. I mean, it's not like. Well, maybe I'll try and get Timmy Leary up here, uh, and you'll have to come up to Millbrook. Yeah, that's fine. Unless I, you know, read a book and figure out how to do all of that, but I don't think so. That's okay. We'll work with what we got for now. But each week, each week I'm learning a little more, Sean. So bear with me. Yeah. Oh no! Yeah, I'm. Just, we I, have I'm, an earthquake down there. <laughs> I'm just trying to get comfortable. I'm in this. I'm in this. I'm not in my normal chair. I'm in some wooden. Yeah, there's no space uh, chair, space force chair. I, I'm in some wooden rickety. Ready? Not yet. Huh? Because yeah. oh, it's ready. <laughs> I'm in some wooden rickety. Uh... Is that your father? Yeah, he popped oh. in for a second. You should. You should have put him on the camera. I didn't, I didn't know. He, I, he was. It's all right. Next yeah. time. Yeah. Um, I'm he, has to, he has to sign a release if he gets on the camera. <laughs> yeah, he does. <laughs> I was gonna this. I'm in some you know chair that's not normal. It's not comfortable. So I hear a, you. You got to get that space force chair. I move. <laughs> that's exactly what I thought. Like the Titans are running the space force program. Listen, 
I don't know what they're going to do with that $16 billion, but they should buy a couple of their chairs. Yeah, big time. You know, because if the government buys it, it'll be $30,000 each, you know. Yeah. All right, Sean. Well, uh, you enjoy yourself down there. And again, Uh, tomorrow night, you won't be uh, on because uh, this fella, his name is Asa. It'd be, I think, well worth it for you to watch it when we're done, hopefully. Um, I definitely watch it. Going to talk about how he, you know, what he did in World War II, but I want to bring him up to, to the present day, too, because um, he's been in the antique business oh, wow. for, All right, cool. for many, many years. So, again, he's 90, I think, 94, 95 years old. So That's incredible. The hard part's getting him up the stairs. After that, it's all downhill and downstairs. <laughs> so, all right, uh, Sean, you have a good time down there. I, I, I enjoyed my time in the Gritty Hour. Yes. I think it was an hour, actually. It's an hour and 10 minutes. We'll have to edit some of it out or just let it rip. Yeah, that's us. We're, yeah. We're yeah. All, All right, right, brother. So uh, hopefully whatever you do down there, the juice is worth the squeeze. <laughs> we'll hope so. All right, Sean. Take care. Be good. Be good.